Welcome to another edition of the Scout Team Podcast. I'm Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook. Be sure to follow me on all of my social media accounts. And don't forget to check out and subscribe to the Football Game Plan Network located at youtube.com slash football game plan. Also subscribe on iTunes to Football Game Plan Podcast and leave us a five-star rating. And if you are the type to view television shows, we do have the Scout Team show now on the Game Plus Network every Wednesday or Thursday, depending on when the NFL season decides to end. That's on the Game Plus Network. Check with your cable provider for channel listings. So now that we got all of the housekeeping items out of the way, we're here at the College Gridiron Showcase. And the beauty about that is you're getting to be introduced to a lot of different prospects from across the country. Fortunately, I've seen the guy that we have on the podcast today uh, play before. One of my favorite running backs to watch in the FCS as Dominic Cozier from Holy Cross. Dominic, I appreciate you taking time. All right, thank you. I appreciate it. I mean, it's a great opportunity, like I said. Um, I mean, I'm glad to be in Texas. my first time here. So, I mean, I'm just trying to turn heads. Wait, this is your first time in Texas? First time in Texas, yeah. This is the most West I've ever been. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's, so I that's... Mean, culture shock. <laughs> Listen, because you, you, are, you are Massachusetts through and through. High school ball there. You played yep. your college ball there at Holy Cross. Yep. I did not know this is your first trip to Texas. First trip to Texas, right in Fort Worth. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm happy to be here. Trying all these food and everything. <laughs> You, you, is, is, it is definitely a culture shock. Now, I had the yeah, same thing in reverse. I'm born and raised in New Orleans, and I moved up to uh, New York City in 2005. Uh, and everything up in the Northeast to me was just like, wait a minute. At first, I thought everyone was going to sound like DMX. I thought it was going to snow all day. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah. I, I, know, I know the culture shock. Um, but <laughs> one thing that's not a shock is is the way you play the game. And w- what's impressive about your game is – here's the thing that we say at Football Game Plan all the time. One of my favorite sayings is size is not a skill because, yeah. yes, you're 5'9", 181. But when you watch you play, you're running inside. You're breaking tackles. You're running through tackles. How have you been able to, to carry on that mindset of, hey, I, yeah, I may be listed as that, but I definitely don't play like that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, my whole life I've been undersized. So, I mean, I think that's a positive way because I'm used to being undersized. So I play with this mindset that I'm one of the biggest guys on the field. Like, I, like during my whole college career, I play like I'm 6'2", 205, and I take that out of pride. So I, it's harder for teams to tackle me because I'm not used to my body, not used to my strength. I mean, I'm also pretty strong. I'm looking to bench over 20-something reps with a bench press on the pro day. So, I mean, I, I take pride. I have toughness, just a, mental toughness, too. A lot of physical toughness, just making sure that, I mean, people are going to see me and think I'm going to be easy to go down, but I don't go down to the last whistle, the final whistle. So, um, I mean, I kind of have that toughness and try to shock teams and shock players. I think that's impressive in what you do because people may say, they, they always try to pigeonhole you. They'll look at your size and say, okay, third down back, uh, spot duty guy. But you was able to tote mm-hmm. the mail at Holy Cross. You went over 1,000 yards this season at 6.3 mm-hmm. yards a carry. That's just phenomenal that's impressive I don't care what era of football you're playing in and and the one part about your game that I really like is the fluidity it's hard for a guy to have that patience to have that fluidity to where he's almost when you're watching it from the broadcasting booth you're looking like man okay if he can make this cut then you make that cut or if he makes that cut then you make that cut and it's like okay he's anticipating he's seeing the whole field 
how you've been able to develop that fluidity within your game to help you become such a dynamic running back. Yeah, I mean, like you kind of mentioned before, I think the biggest adjustment that I made from junior to senior is my patience uh, along with vision. So I think uh, before you'd usually just run into the hole, run straight, uh, full speed. But I mean, once you like learn that patience, it's basically like having a cheat code. Uh, like defenses aren't able to know if you're going to go left, right, middle. Uh, so I use that patience all year. If I counter, I uh, would have like a guard, a tackle, pull, uh, wait for him to pull over, make a move, and then go off him, go far off his back. So I think the patience is like the biggest thing. I think I kind of went to, went to my success this year where I averaged over 6.3 yards a carry. Uh, I think that was one of the biggest adjustments from junior to senior year. Well, how hard is that to learn? Because I, you, you, I'm glad you touched on that, having to learn that, because mm-hmm. you're right. I remember in high school and in, well, let's say high school, it was, hey, hit the hole. And then when I got to college, we were running uh, inside zone, outside zone. That's the first mm-hmm. thing I ever yeah. heard of that. And it was, I'm like, wait, so yeah. you're calling 15 gut, but you're saying I may have to hit the three and not the five hole or maybe hit the, yeah. you know, the backside. So like, what are you talking about? So I had to learn that as well. So how hard is that to learn from the position? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So in high school, like the same thing, like you're faster than everybody, quicker than everybody. So you can just run full speed and run an 80 yard touchdown. But in college, everyone's fast, just like you. Everyone was the best player on the high school team. So you got you to have an advantage. And I think like the patience is definitely an advantage. Uh, for, for me, I went in Holy Cross as a wide receiver. So I was trying to adjust to that. And then the last five games, I played running back. And at first, it was pretty, it was pretty difficult, but I ended the season very well. And after that, I just got more, I think it was a lot of confidence. And comfortability. Uh, once you're confident, uh, just knowing that you can play on the same field with all these guys, I think it made my experience a lot better and a lot easier. Going from wide receiver to running back, it's it's a very interesting thing. I did that in high school. Um, uh-huh. I tore my ACL in 10th grade, and I gained Ooh. 30 pounds. And they were like, you know what? You're not going to be playing wide receiver no more at 215. So <laughs> Exactly. So it was like, yeah. <laughs> you tote the rock a little bit. And uh, but you did yeah. it at the collegiate level. Talk about those two experiences. What what was the difference in playing the two, and how did the two kind of mesh together to where it made you such an ultimate weapon? Yeah, I mean, I played running back my entire life, but I played some slot uh, my junior year, so I was able to have some of that background. I knew going to Holy Cross, I'd play some slot receiver. That was my intention. Uh, I didn't even know if I was going to be big enough to play Division One college running back, so I went to slot. I was a lot lighter. Um, I was there. I didn't really play until, like, the fifth game. I played, like, a couple snaps of wide receiver. Uh, we had a very good wide receiver ahead of me, two very good wide receivers ahead of me who were all American, so I didn't really play that much freshman year. And then we had a couple of injuries at running back, and uh, I was so happy. The coach asked me if I wanted to play running back. I was so happy to play. I just wanted to be on the field. And I made that transition, and it was just natural to me. I've been playing since I've been seven years old, playing running back. So I went to college. It was nothing really different. The speed was different, but I mean, the reads and everything is something I've been doing for 10, 12 years now. So um, it was a pretty smooth transition. I think having that wide receiver background is going to benefit me just going to the next level just because I don't think there's a lot of running backs who have that wide receiver background and being able to catch up the backfield. So, I mean, even today, one-on-ones, I was able to have that background and just go by like linebackers because I'm used to being in a slot. Yeah, and it's, it's not just like your standard. I know it's you and one-on-ones having a great day catching the football it's not just mm-hmm. your standard, you know, flare, swing, screen plays. You're a downfield threat in a passing game. Mm-hmm. That definitely makes you uh, a unique challenge uh, being back in the backfield that can motion you out and have you just run routes as you are a mm-hmm. receiver. And, and you're getting a lot of that, uh, those reps, showcasing those skills here. 
uh, at the College Rhode Island Showcase. Before we get into that, mm-hmm. Holy Cross is one of the premier programs in the FCS. Was so sleeping giant, in my opinion. Uh, Coach Chesney yeah, got there, did a great job with the program and helping restore that roar uh, up there with the Crusaders. How was your time at Holy Cross, and how beneficial was Holy Cross in developing your game to make you into a pro prospect? Yeah, I mean, my time at Holy Cross was amazing. Uh, like you said before, we had a lot of ups and downs, but I took everything as a positive. I learned a lot through my first two years with the old coaching staff and now the last two years with the new coaching staff. Uh, I learned how, what it means to work hard uh, going into high school and college. I mean, what it means to work hard. Uh, not everyone has talent and skill, but I, I realized that as a smaller guy, I need to work twice as hard as other people. Uh, so I would do that. I would stay up late watching film, uh, whether that's college film or watching NFL film, watching guys that I relate to like Tariq Cohen or Matt Breida, uh, looking at those guys and work, learning those moves and trying to transition them into the college game and my game. So, I mean, it all worked out. Um, went second place in the league my junior year. I kept that momentum uh, for the next year. We go lose one game in the league this year. Um, for the playoffs, win a ring this year, pitch a title. So, I mean, it all went off in a bang. I was just so happy and blessed that it ended off on a good note. And you talked about two guys in particular, Matt Breida and Tariq Cohen. Um, I'm glad mm-hmm. you picked those two because those guys – People look at them and say, hey, they don't fit the quote-unquote mold, but they are having a ton of success at the pro level. When you talk yeah. about those guys and, and taking pieces of their game and adding it to yours, what's one what's one part of your game do you feel like people still sleep on and, and one that you're out here trying to showcase? Yeah, I mean, people, I think, definitely just sleep on my size. Like you mentioned before, when they see me, they'll probably be like, oh, okay, judge sweep, outside zone. But I like going inside. I like doing power. Uh, I think that's one of the things that I'm going to shock people, especially if mom on the scrimmage. Uh, I like power. I like going downhill. Uh, I think that just catches people off guard. And I, like that's exactly what Tariq Cohen does, exactly what Matt Breida does. Uh, they're not just outside backs, not just scat backs. They'll go downfield. Uh, they'll go out the backfield. they go power. they do everything. And they're pretty small guys, too. So I think they'll make my game after that as well. I'm glad you brought up power because I mm-hmm. tell people all the time, and, and this is so frustrating because having played the position – you think people will give you a little bit more cachet for knowing what you're talking about. So they'll see someone like Tariq Cohen mm-hmm. or someone like yourself and say, oh, you got to get him outside in space. And I'm like, wait a minute. There's a lot of speed out there in space, plus they have angles. The best thing to do mm-hmm. is run these guys right downhill. Right. So yeah. ex- talk about that. Why is that the best route for guys like yourself that have that level of speed, explosiveness, and the ability to hide behind those uh, blockers until it's too late? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, our best play this year was counter. Uh, it would be like the guard or the tackle or tight end pull over. And I think that was like the best play because I was able to use my patience. I was able to wait for the quarterback catches the ball, wait for the block to happen, and just go right up the middle because the, the linebackers know they have a lot of other jobs to do. And the last thing they want to do is have that running back go right by them. And they're thinking a lot. And all I have to do is just make a read. So I, being patient and making a read, I think that's one of the reasons why it's very successful in that. And for like outside plays, anyone can see that the guy's going outside. But inside plays, you don't know if he's going to go left, right, middle, uh, all, all in between. So, I mean, I think that's kind of the benefits of going inside like power and counter. You talked about, you know, your strength and underrated and, and uh, you're catching the ball out of the backfield. You're here at the All-Star mm-hmm. event at the College Gridiron Showcase, and it's a unique event. It's a lot of guys, a lot of different reps, a lot of people from across the country. 
What do you want to come into this week and showcase to the scouts that are out there in attendance? Yeah, I mean, I want to showcase to the scouts that I'm, I can do it against anybody uh, in the country, uh, whether it's FCS, FBS, D2, D3, whatever. Um, people like to kind of look down at Patriot League, but, I mean, there's some balls in the Patriot League, and I want to just show it that I can play in anybody in the country. Uh, so I want to show that I can catch. I want to show that I can go by people on one-on-one reps. I want to show that I can run by somebody or run through somebody as well. So I just want to show all those uh, all those attributes as well, just to prove that I'm more than just a scat back in the Patriot League. And people, you're right, people sleep on the Patriot League as if you know the Patriot League uh, hasn't produced some draftable players, some guys that are currently mm-hmm. on NFL rosters doing great things. Uh, you could be next mm-hmm. in line as well. And when you talk about mm-hmm. uh, playing, you know, with that chip on your shoulder, not only for people doubting your size, but also doubting your level of competition. When you look at the game from, uh, you know, it, to, to, with that chip, and you, it shows you have to have a passion for it and you love the game. Mm-hmm. What is it about football that you would say you love the most? Um, what I love about football the most? Um, I think it's just like, in terms of like difference from other sports, you need all eleven guys to really do good, do their job to make a play successful and be a good team. Uh, and it's really, all ninety guys, uh, whether it's a scout team player or a starter, everyone has to be on the same page for you to be a good player. And that's something different from any other sport, uh, like basketball. Other sports only have like fifteen players, but you can have one really good player, and you can make your whole team. But football, you need everybody. Like as a running back, I need a good offensive line. I need a good quarterback to make reads, good wide receivers to block on the edge. Like everything is like a piece. Everyone's everyone's job is important, and I, that's one of the things I really love about football. That every job is important. Yeah, it's definitely one of those unique games, man, where it's a physical conversation that happens sixty minutes every weekend, and you're out here doing great things. You're you're doing your part to make yourself known, and you know if if you had to pick a game to tell people that are not familiar with your game, like hey. Check out this particular game. This shows you everything that you need to know about what I bring to the table. What game would that be and why? Uh, I think there's two games. <laughs> there's two games uh, I really stood out this year. I think Georgetown, uh, my last game for the Patriot League title, uh, I had 161 yards and two touchdowns. Um, and then the other game was Fordham. Um, I had 150 yards, two touchdowns as well. And I think those games are really big because not only was I – scoring on outside zones where I was scoring and running over people and countering power as well. Uh, I kind of just showed like my toughness. I think those are the two games that we actually really needed to win to win the title and at the end of the game, at the end of the season. And I think those are the two games that kind of blew up on and obviously goes credit to my offensive line quarterback and offensive coordinator. But uh, I think those are my two best games this year. Yeah. Two, two games that stood out to me um, last year was, you know, how you, you know, both, well, this year Colgate and last year Colgate, it's like, man, this dude really yeah. is balling. And um, just very impressed, man. Like, again, I've always subscribed to size is not a skill. You exemplify yeah. that. And, you know, I, I just been, it's been a joy to watch you develop over the course of your career at Holy Cross. And uh, we wish you the best luck moving forward. But where can people follow you on social media to keep up yeah. with your journey as you make it to the NFL? Yeah, for sure. I mean, my Twitter, my Twitter handle is at it's too easy to uh, the number two. And then my uh, Instagram as well is really public uh, it's at D-C-O-Z-I-E-R. 
uh, throw all my stuff on there, all my accomplishments. So uh, that's going to be my social media platform in the, uh, for the journey. Now, again, now that I found out some new information, I got to ask you again. So yeah. seeing that this is your first time in Texas, what has yeah. been the most eye-opening experience for you uh, so far? Yeah, I was just actually talking to my friend about it a few minutes before. Uh, just knowing that there's every single restaurant in here. <laughs> I look by, I see in and out Burger. I'm like, I thought that was only in California. Um, there's Whataburger. I've never heard of that. Canes, uh, like Bailey's, like all Waffle House. Like they have every single restaurant you can imagine. You don't see that in the North. So, uh, I mean, I'm going to, before I leave back to Massachusetts, I'm going to try every single restaurant. So, <laughs> all that food. <laughs> You'll be two ten before you get back, man. You be you. You go from hey. running back to playing rover in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. Rover tight end or something. <laughs> now I'll tell you this though. Yeah. I I'll tell you this though. Uh you guys uh, you know, in New Orleans we had um uh, we had we had canes and all that stuff like that, but now living in New York City, there's no canes. But the only canes that I can get is when I go up to Boston, and it's like you know, it's right sure. across from BU. It's on BU's campus, and right yeah. behind uh, Chestnut Hill. Uh, I'm like, man, this yeah. is Kane. So I go crazy. But try Whataburger is already going to be better than In and Out. Just giving you the heads up. Um, uh, In and Out is overrated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, heard, I heard that small burgers and everything. <laughs> small California burgers. Exactly. And if, yeah. if people tell you you got to add stuff to the fries, that means the fries aren't good. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whataburger is where it's at. Yeah, I'm gonna try Whataburger probably tomorrow. To be honest, I'm talking about it. <laughs> yeah, well, it. It's been a pleasure, man. Um, you got a great spirit. I, I love how you were out there working hard. You're introducing yourself to scouts. You're doing a lot of good things, a lot of the positive things, and it's gonna bode well for you uh, moving forward. And we wish you the best luck the rest of this week, and also during the pro day circuit, the workout circuit. And we looking, to, we were looking forward to seeing you. Just continue to grow your game and get better and uh, make it to the next level and do your thing, man. So thank you for taking time. Uh, thank you for supporting me all these four years, and thank you for interviewing me. Like I said, I'm blessed to be in this opportunity, uh, talking to you and just being a part of football game plan. So thank you again.